how would you like to get yourself a brand new copy of our free digital enlightened book right now? You can grab yourself a copy. The book includes insights from some of the world's top thought leaders and the core book itself. And once again, you can get yourself a copy at thisisthebook.com. Again, thisisthebook.com. And when it asks for a code near the top of the page in relation to the enlightened book, just use the code best ever you all lowercase and all spelled out, and then you'll have an email come along. Just confirm on that email, and the book will be immediately on its way to your inbox. Enjoy, and I hope you have a magical day. Hi, everyone. This is Shelly, a.k.a. The Phoenix. Are you ready to be motivated, educated, entertained, and inspired? Well, you have come to the right place. Now get your pen and paper ready because you're listening to the newest episode of the Conversations with Passion radio show with your host, Corey Poirier. Hello, everybody. It is Corey Poirier, and excited to be back with the latest episode of the Conversations with Passion radio show, and really excited to have a first-time guest with us today, somebody I've known for quite a while, but the very first time for her to appear on our show. Uh, so, Dorinda McIsaac, really excited to have you here, and I think perhaps the best starting point would be to get you to tell us a little bit about your backstory for our listeners who may be discovering you for the very first time. Thanks a lot for having me, Corey. It's really an honor to to be present on your show and have an opportunity to share a little bit about, you know, what drives me each day and, you know, how that all came about. I, I'm a daughter of a family of six children, and, boy, you had to, you know, fight for everything in that family, whether it was, uh, you know, a little bit of extra food, a little bit of extra attention, or anything like that. So you grew up in a big family where there was a lot of noise and lots of passion from everybody. Everybody had opinions and really lots of wonderful conversations. And what I took from that, that growing up phase is that, you know what, everybody has a point of view and everybody has a center core belief. And you know what, you have to respect those opinions and really learn a bit from each person as you travel in this life. And I've really taken that um, to heart. I, I respect that everybody is an individual and feels that they are of value, and they are. So that's really one of my core things is, is treating people the way they would want to be treated or have a family member treat it. So it's, it's really one of my passions in life that um, we see each other as equals with, with good points of views to share and educate each other if education is the tool we're using. So, yeah, carry on. I don't know if that sounded good or not. Yeah, no, that, that's perfect, Dorinda. So, and, and something you said there which really spoke to me just before we jump into uh, the meat of what you're spending your time doing these days, when you mentioned about treating people as they would want to be treated, yeah. I absolutely love that. And, and why I say that is because when I'm speaking <laughs> and talking about, say, dealing with personality types, I talk <laughs> about this thing that I coined, and I don't know if it's mine or I heard it somewhere, but uh, I don't remember ever hearing it. But I, I, I called it the, the platinum rule rather than <laughs> the golden rule because, you know, the golden rule says treat others as, as you would like to be treated. Right. And I, I still obviously believe in that. But at the same time, you know, in a time where at the end of the day, people are so busy and they really have their own way they want to be treated or, you know, we talk about personality types. And as you know, 
some people are super talkative and other people aren't. So if you've treated people like you'd want to be treated and they're not very talkative and you're talkative, you're probably not going to treat them in the way that uh, works best for them. So I love when you said treat them as they want to be treated rather than saying treat them as you would like to be treated. Absolutely. And and you learn that so much in nursing, which was really my career in the last years, you know, the last couple decades has been a focus on nursing. And you certainly learn that uh, people come with different um, levels of anxiety or different issues that you don't see as they present. I, I do recall when my mother passed away feeling like I was in a fog bank while the rest of the world carried on. You know, we just walk our lives each day not knowing what other people are dealing with. And, you know, again, it comes back to respecting that you don't know what's going on in a person's life. So sometimes you'll run into a person who doesn't treat you well and may have absolutely nothing to do with you. But at the end of the day, you still give back respect because, again, you don't know if they just had the worst day of their life a week ago. We just don't know. So we all walk this path, and hopefully it's a happy one for most people, but life is life. So respect that everybody, even if they're not treating you well in that moment, there's a reason behind it. And they're generally, I always think most people are generally good and want to do the right thing. Um, and sometimes you're going to come across a moment where somebody just isn't their best, and that's okay. So also interesting, I, I share uh, – this thing called E plus R equals O that I heard years ago. And uh, I think I may have heard it through Jack Hanfield, but I know it's way, uh, way older than Jack, but it's essentially it, it, what it stands for, what the equation stands for is E is the event, R is the response and O is the outcome. And basically what it looks like in real life is that, uh, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and then for lack of a better term, flips you the bird. That's the event. <laughs> You get to choose how you're going to respond to that, and how you respond will dictate the outcome of the experience. And so what you just mentioned about we don't know what's going on, and it's probably not about us most times. I, I share the story about my mother and I going through a Tim Hortons drive through a Mother's Day, and this guy behind us was just, you know, honking the horn and screaming that we were taking too long, and we were, like, literally less than five minutes. And, um, and basically we drove off. My mother's partially deaf, but she didn't hear that. We drove off. I, I told her about it. I said, you know, can you believe that guy said that because I was testing this? And she said, oh, my God, let's go back. I want to have a talk to him. And then I said, you know, the interesting thing, Mom, is it's Mother's Day. You know, maybe something happened to his mother. Maybe he's not close to his mother, you know, and so on. And I said, right. well, maybe it's not about us, and maybe it's about him and his mother, and he sees his mother and son in a car together, or at least he assumed they were. Mm -hmm. uh, and so after I told her that little part of the story, she said, oh, my God, you know what? Let's go back here and buy him his coffee. But there's a great example, Dorinda, about we don't know what's going on, but just the way you frame it. So just the difference between her thinking that he was just being rude to us versus mm -hmm. maybe he's dealing with something difficult changed her way of responding. And really the lesson yeah. is, is that any event, we can choose how we view it and perceive it. And then we can choose also how we respond based on that. And sadly, a lot of times we go with our reaction. And we just jump on the situation without taking two seconds to think, maybe it's not about me. So anyway, I love that you shared that. Oh, thank you. And it's, it's so true. You know, either you could make somebody's day who's having a bad day, or you can break it and make it worse by that response that you um, bring forth. You know, if you just look at them and just try to bring calmness, it might be the difference between them going, 
that's not me. That's not, I'm sorry. You know, that's not how I would normally act. And just trying to maybe change the course of their day. And that's, I really think, comes to being centered, maybe being a bit more mature now and knowing um, everybody basically is good for the most part and, and wants to do well when we're out in the world and with our families and with our friends. So give people the benefit of the doubt and keep yourself centered. You know, these things can, like you said, you can react. But if, the, if you can bring that and push it off and go, it's not about me. This is not about me. It's okay. Unless you really did hit them in the uh, back end of their car or something. That's different. But, you know, overall, what I'm saying is is let people come to you where they're at and treat them respectfully regardless. I think, with, like I said, in the nursing career, you learn that very much. Um, people are under stress and our whole society is under stress. So we have to be a little kinder to each other just to, um, you know, find the best of each day. There's there's no day on this earth that's a wasted day. And we, we have to find the good each day and, and live with passion each day. Even if, you know, the, the drudgery of, of some of our chores and maybe our jobs are not exactly the ones we wanted originally, there's still always a way to find something good about it. And I was going to share a little bit about, you know, what I feel at this point in life about my passion. And when I reflect back on my career choices and changes, because I've been somebody who's went, mm, I think I should move on. This this choice is good for today, but it might not be good for me in five years. And so I've made some choices. And I think now at the age of 53, I'm very happy and, and respect that I made those decisions to, to move around until I found something I was quite happy with. And so, you know, that kind of brings us full circle and uh, and gives us an opportunity to talk about what you're spending your time doing today. So right I know you are, are still working with people, helping people, and, and, you know, trying to make a difference in people's lives. So can you tell us a bit more about what you do today and how you spend your time today? Sure, absolutely. Well, I'm working now full time at a direct sales company. I was nursing the last seven years in long-term care. So very much around the environment of palliative and and it's funny because people don't see that as an easy um, or a wishful career, but in truth, it gives you incredible perspective on life. I always say to people now, you know, choose experience over things because it all comes down to a room, a few pictures, and a few trinkets in your life if you're blessed to become of an age where, you know, you, you are needing help. Um, so things don't matter so much as relationships, experiences, and just how we are in our core. Um, that has given me so much perspective, listening to the elderly as they walk the last stages of their life and sometimes holding their hand while they're passing really, truly makes you reflect on what you're doing with your life each day and are you making a difference? Because we all only get so many days on this planet and you better better make the most of them and you better look at those relationships with new eyes and not see it. One thing that bothers me is when I hear parents uh, bemoaning, you know, child activities that they're, they're, you know, obligated to get to and the expense. And yes, those things are all real and I live them as well. But they're precious and everything is a phase. So try to embrace it as much as you can because it'll be over before you know it. So make it count. 
So when I say what I'm doing now, um, I'm working with a technology company that is truly making a difference in people's quality of life, and it's just amazing. I've dabbled in a few different network marketing companies along the line to pay for hockey, and as it goes, it brought me to this journey with a a Canadian company. And I don't want to say the name on air because I don't think that's the place here, is it, Corey? Uh, You know, yeah, you can, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'll share with you who it is. It's called Vox Life. It's out of Mississauga, Ontario. And they've basically taken a method of of using technology based on the metatarsal of the foot to affect the brainstem and the midbrain to help people live with better balance, um, better stability, and pain modulation. So what I'm seeing with so many people is an instant change in their pain level where it's life-changing. Um, people with fibromyalgia, diabetic neuropathy, uh, post-stroke, MS, Parkinson's, we're just having wonderful results, and, and the data is growing and growing. It's a new company, and I'm very excited because, like I said, I've been involved with some network marketing companies and truly gave it my all because I'm a person who, when I get involved with something, I'm going to work my guts out because I love it. I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't believe and have passion. This time around, this company has blown my mind, and within a year, within five months, I was able to leave my nursing career, and I left it not because I didn't love it, but because I knew I could do more to help more people by by growing this business and to work all across North America at this point. So I, I go on the road, and I go and talk to people in Florida. I've got team members all across North America now that I'm leading, and I absolutely love that role. I love the role of educating and talking to physicians, talking to healthcare practitioners about what this product is doing. We have an opioid crisis in North America that is horrific, and as GPs say to me, to be able to give an option that isn't medication is huge. So I really, truly feel I found my passion. I still have the beacon of helping people, but I still have a, a, the, also the beacon of being an entrepreneur, which has always been another passion of mine, for sure. So I, I, I love it, Dorinda, and I have, I have to follow up and, and ask. So when you mentioned about GPs, it, it gives them another option. So yep. one of the things that I think is always challenging and again, you know better than me in this regard, but I'm curious about it, is getting the, the uh, I'm going to say, whether it's the approval, uh, you know, so like a, a federal approval for different products that are making a difference, or whether gaining acceptance from the average person. You know, we see different holistic things that can help people, and yet there's still a lot of people that are like, ah, that's just woo-woo, you know, and, and yep. don't necessarily subscribe to it. So with this product, you know, how has that played out in, in terms of, you know, has there been an acceptance? Is, is, you mentioned GPs, so obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's definitely some people that are, are saying, okay, I see this, I see it's working. So how mm-hmm. has that played out it, it, with this product? The crazy part of this is, of course, when you first have a demonstration of how we can affect your your balance and stability, it takes literally 45 seconds for me to show you how this product works just by simply placing it under your foot. But the GPs, what they're and the medical people, whether it's pharmacists or OTs, PTs, chiros, what they're seeing is their patients coming in who have trialed the product and have had great results. So, no, like you said, everything is an acceptance curve for for 
that healthcare practitioner because they're trained to be skeptical. I absolutely get that. Um, but the evidence is showing in people coming back and saying, I've had amazing results. In fact, I was called by a GP um, who specializes in pain management uh, because one of her patients actually had bought a pair of socks from me and had great results very quickly. And he went to back to see her for his regular appointment and she was blown away by the transformation in him. And he said, it's the socks. Again, this is not curing any more than eyeglasses fix my poor sight, but it's allowing somebody to live better by wearing the product. And so they actually called me into a very large, um, highly specialized clinic that looks at pain, looks at chronic illness, and are very excited about what they're seeing with this product. So again, within the medical community, it's a slower acceptance. Yes, um, you know, it's out there. And as I say, all boats rise with the tides. And what we're seeing after one year of being on the market is now people coming to me and saying, I need those socks. I need those insoles. My friend got a pair and it's really made a difference for her or him. And that's what's driving. I know our sales are through the roof this month. Um, it's just crazy. And But it all bodes that people are searching for answers and for searching for solutions and, of course, demographically none of us are getting any younger and these general life issues start to creep in so it's really exciting with I call it the perfect storm of timing being with an amazing product that's priced really fair and the ability to bring it out to the masses is just where I'm so excited to be so here's another and this is just more I guess you know asking your opinion on this but um, the other side of things you know when it comes to let's say the network marketing industry there's been, you know, so many great products that have come out over the years. And, you know, there's certainly, um, you know, in terms of the approach, there's certainly people that love the approach in the sense of this way of being able to get a high-quality product. And I'm sure there's other people that are saying, you know what, um, I'm just going to walk into the grocery store and buy something, you know, whatever that is, or, or the pharmacist and buy something that they see that's maybe lower price. So let's say if I use the example of supplements, um, mm -hmm. I have no doubt in my mind, this is just my personal opinion, no doubt in my mind uh, and based on my own experience that the supplements you can get through the right network marketing company are higher quality than what I'm buying mm -hmm. on the shelf at, yeah. uh, at minimum price. But at the end of the day, you know, that's all subjective to the individual person. But my, my question out of all this is why do you, uh, or do you think, I guess we'll say it this way, do you think that it, it's almost necessary that there's a distribution channel similar to network marketing for a higher quality product based on the price point? Um, or do you think that's just a matter of just whichever way a person wants to get the product? I don't know if that makes sense, but it just seems yeah, like no, I get it. hard to get certain you have, quality products in stores. I do think there is, you know, at some point in the manufacturing chain, either you're investing in quality um, items or, or ingredients, if it's a, say, supplement product, and to to build that out through the regular distribution chain, you know, where your middleman and middle companies and all the way up, the product would be even more expensive if it wasn't being distributed through a direct selling chain. Uh, this model of business is taking off. Like, compared to where it was 15, 10, 15 years ago, I see such an acceptance now uh, of this industry, whereas, like, when we first met, it was eh, 
that's not always the number one option for people or, or people would look down upon you. Uh, I certainly don't get that now, at least to the extent that it used to be. Sometimes people still will say negative comments about the industry, but it comes with value because you are getting a word of mouth advertising. You are controlling your time in in getting that product out. I will say um, the number of even mainline companies that are now using a distribution method of network marketing is growing as well, which is quite unique. Nygaard uh, Clothing Wear is now going to a home-based uh, business model versus having brick-and-mortar stores in malls. Uh, they're starting to phase those out. That's, that's my knowledge to this point. So you can see where it makes sense in a business model as well um, that network marketing is growing and growing and growing. Uh, and I also look at the demographics. You know, I'm in my 50s. If I were to not have a job or there was something came in my life where I needed more income, it's not, it's not easy unless, you know, the direct sales gives you an opportunity to control if you want to make extra money on your own timeline. You're not trying to create more hours out of what is already, say, a busy week where you're working 40 to 60 hours a week. How else can you succeed? I also look at it as a retirement plan because a lot of people don't have retirement packages. What other industry can you use your passion and use your word of mouth to create a supplement to your retirement plan if you don't or give you one if you don't have one. So I think as the years progress, we're going to see more and more of this model coming forth. Absolutely, without a doubt. So I'm really excited to be involved with it. So I guess then here's, I mean, and I, you can tell me if this is a fair question or not, Dorinda, but I'm just more curious to get your take on it. But here's the other thing that, that I run into. And so I'm, and, and, you know, I don't know if we've chatted about this in the past, but I'm a, a big uh, fan and advocate of network marketing to the extent that I think it's a very free enterprise. It's, it's one of those things where, it's, you know, like you used to hear people say the pyramid side of things, but the truth is, is that it's one of those systems where if it's brand new, a network marketing company and it's brand new, you know, and somebody jumps in, anybody can end up on the top. And the, and the truth is, uh, depending on their pay structure, people can be getting paid as well or better than the person that's on top, again, depending on the structure within it. So I mm-hmm. think it's a, it's a fair system in a lot of ways. But here's my question out of it. From a point of view of somebody who's considering which company, and I don't mean it, it could mm-hmm. be from a business, uh, let's say from a business opportunity point of view to make an extra income, or it could be from the health side of things to improve their health. But the one thing I see is that there's a lot of, there's different companies out there, of course, and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that, for instance, will approach me, and the challenge is if you're somebody that's thinking I could use an extra income or, or you know, I'm dealing with a health issue that I'd like to try, in your opinion, based on what you've seen, how would you recommend, because I'm sure you've, you've gotten this question before, but how would you mm-hmm. recommend a person chooses which company they either go to or, or who do they go to for their health and wellness? Because yeah. the one thing I will say, Dorinda, is that people that are passionate about the industry, they mm-hmm. not all of them, but there's a lot of people that believe their product is the only option. And oh, yeah. if you if you bring up another product, they're like, oh yeah, well that they don't have the technology behind it or the research we do. And so you hear that from each person. So how do you recommend a person that's maybe lost in that world chooses? Well, first and foremost, you should try the products. Uh, um, you really can't sell something you don't believe in. 
Um, and you have to find something that speaks to you. Um, you know, there are so many new companies out there and so many of them will fail and that's okay. Um, but find something you have a need for uh, or a passion for. Like for me, it's helping people. So there's no reason I would go into a company that doesn't align with that. You're not going to stay motivated and create any kind of income if you're not aligned with something that, that speaks to you. There's no way I could get up on stage and talk to people about this opportunity if I didn't fully believe in it and the product line. What I would say in recommending to somebody, uh, if they're looking at this industry, besides picking a product and trying it first, be a little patient. You know, yes, sometimes it's a brand new opportunity you want to get rolling, but really give it some thought. If this product was to stand on a shelf side by side, why would you pick it over the other product? If you were to walk into the grocery store, why would you put why would you pick up this product? And if you can answer that with with good conviction, then you've got something. If it's a new company, let me share this. It is going to be a lot easier for somebody in the industry to pick a company that is not in a highly competitive field. So we talk supplements. There are many, 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 many companies that are out there in the network marketing world that are selling supplements, and they're great. I'm not saying one is wrong and one is better. They're great, but it is a very crowded marketplace. It's no different than someone deciding to become a real estate agent uh, and going through all that training and, and dedication to become get licensed, but it's a crowded industry, and you're going to have to work hard to to make yourself known. That's where I see that in the direct sales industry. Look around, find something you can align yourself with that isn't so crowded. You know, it's a lot easier to sell a product when you're first to market in a different category that's not being offered. That's what I like about our company is because nobody does what we do. We are the only ones. So it made sense to me in that that way. But that doesn't mean if you don't have incredible passion for your nutritional company that you're not going to make some money and do well by sharing it because, again, demographically people are taking uh, action to to be in better health, get in better shape, because we want to live our best quality of life as long as we can. No, I, I love that distinction. And, yeah, it's funny. I, I was reading a book uh, a while back. I, I mean, I, gotta, I actually want to go back to it again because it's been a while since I've read it, but it's called Positioning, and it's a, a branding and marketing book uh, by guys named Al Reese and Jack Trout. And it's the whole premise is about how do we be take over the space of someone's mind and become the brand they think about. And what's interesting is they talked about that too. And, and so I would compare it, what you just said, Dorinda, which I think is so profound. It'd be like if you, and not like you said, saying it's a bad product, uh, but it'd be like if you were trying to sell, well, in this case here, I'll leave this up to the, the person to decide if it's a bad product or not. It's filled with sugar. But um, I, I would compare it to somebody that's trying to sell Coca-Cola or Pepsi to yeah. somebody that was trying to sell Red Bull in the first year. Obviously, it's going to be easier to sell Red Bull uh, well, I should mm-hmm. say it's not maybe easier, but it's going to stand out a lot more if you're selling Red Bull because there's only going to be a limited number of you versus the people that are selling Coke and Pepsi. Because Absolutely. what Jack, uh, Al Reese and Jack Trout talk about in the book is how Coke and Pepsi basically have the share, the mind, like they have the share of the mind of people that think of pop products or soda or what have you. 
And they've already dominated that for so long that that's what's in our minds and we're focused on. So for you to come out with a, a new cola to try to p- compete with Pepsi and Coke, I think we all know it's not going to mm-hmm. go too far. But when, it, when Red Bull came out, what happened is they created their own brand new category. And all of a sudden, they basically had the market for themselves because they were the creators of it. And then, you know, Monster comes out and makes a, a big energy drink, a huge energy drink, and then they created a category by doing that. But if you think about it, everybody else in that industry has basically failed, you know, fallen behind and right. the followers. So it's a weird comparison or metaphor, but it's just what yeah. popped into my head when you said that in the sense that it's probably a lot easier to not be in a marketplace that's so crowded that mm-hmm. nobody really knows that you're different than the next person and it's right. hard to stand out. Whereas if you go into something that, like you said, not everybody's in, it gives you an opportunity probably to get ahead of the pack and, and stand out. So I think that's great. Advice, I guess what I'm, what I'm arriving yeah, at. Absolutely. You only have so much time and energy. So make sure you're aligning it with a, a product or a company that gives you the best opportunity and bang for your time and money. Love it. So Dorinda, as we wind down, I have a couple of quick questions for you. One is about passion, since our show is called Conversations with Passion. And you've mentioned the word passion a few times. So Mm -hmm. I'll ask you this question, and you can tie it back to network marketing as an industry or the product that you're working with or just in general. But do you think it's important for a person to uncover their passion, and if so, why? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. You know, nothing is sadder than seeing a person who really doesn't have a sparkle a sparkle in their eye when they meet you or when they walk out the door in the morning. You know, it's passion is such an internal driving force. And again, people have to go and, and, you know, pay their mortgages and stuff, but you can approach each day with passion regardless. You know, if your job today is, uh, you know, going into the OR, you can still do it with passion. Just the, the look you give somebody when they're laying, they're ready to go under under anesthetic can convey care and, and I'm here for you. You can do so much with internal energy and passion is energy to me. So whether you take that forward in your family, in your business life, uh, in, in just every every ounce of what you do, I just, I'm amazed when I see people who live with passion, you just want to be with them and around them because you know they're driving the bus in a great direction. So why wouldn't you want to surround yourself with that energy? Because good energy begets good energy. And I think, you know, please people, find something that speaks to you. And it's okay to change or it's okay to start small and start to build. That's where the network marketing comes in. Find your passion. You still may have to do your day job to, for now. But if you honestly want to live to a passionate life, having control of your time and your um, activities each day is what living with passion is to me. And I'm so happy and so grateful that I chose the network marketing industry, chose to make it my focus and my passion because it's given me a quality of life most people only dream of. So, you know, I really prevail upon people to consider it, not not look down upon that industry because there's a lot of very happy people with great passion in this industry. And so the follow-up to that then, and, and this is, uh, I mean, obviously it's a subjective question because I can tell you the when I ask this question, I've asked it thousands of times and I get different answers often, but how do you define success then? You know, you mentioned 
some of the, you know, some of the great things that can happen to your life whenever, yeah. you know, let's say in this case with network marketing, what's happened to your life. So how do you define success for you personally? Success is one, obviously, not worrying about the bills. And I'm not saying it's a fortune. It's just enough to get the bills paid like I would with any other day job. To me, anybody in the network marketing industry that can get to the point where they don't panic about bills, uh, that's success. That's success for a ton of people in our society where they're not laying awake at night and being stressed. If you can create something that'll give you that peace of mind because you took control of your life, you, you know, maybe at your job there's no overtime. Maybe, you know, you can't control if you get a raise. Using this industry to, to shore up that anxiety or overcome it because you've taken control and gone out and built uh, some some retail and some teamwork. That's cool. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there, Corey. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Just, I mean, and yeah, I, I was just basically asking you how do you define success. Oh, and right. Okay, sorry. So one of them is, is just having a bit of financial security is success. And that the second part is allowing you time freedom. You know, I get up each day. To me, success is, is saying Next week, I think I'll take a drive to Montreal because my son is in Montreal and knowing I can do it. And it doesn't mean I'm not working. This is the beauty of this industry, too. I'm always working as long as I have a cell phone in my hand and a couple of pieces of product in my trunk. I can be working anywhere, and I do. So, you know, for example, I'm taking trips the last year, the last 12 months to go work with my team, but I love to travel, and I love meeting new people, and I love helping them succeed. So that's part of being a success is helping others succeed. To me, that is a very big factor in this because there's no use you being the only one on top of the pinnacle. There's no use. That's 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 ridiculous. It's more about a team and about everybody sharing in good results. One of the things that really drives me each day, I call it the gas in my engine, is every day without failure, I get uh, a message or a phone call or a text telling me about somebody who has shared our product with another person and that person has huge results. That is the nursing side of me going, yes, we've helped another person get back a bit of hope that they didn't have anymore. You know, I, I've seen people that have just have broken down in tears over the fact that they weren't tipping over when they stood up because they were wearing our socks and insoles or insoles. So, you know, for and I had another guy, I just want to share this. To me, this was one of the, like one of those moments just like, oh, I'm so in the right place. Um, one of my husband's coworkers um, was is developing some symptoms um, much like Parkinson's and not officially diagnosed. But I asked him, I put a pair of socks on him. I said, sign your name on a piece of paper quickly. And as he was doing it, he kind of looked at me strange when I asked him to do that. And he did it and his eyes went wide open. And he's like, oh, my God. And I said, you know, I won't say his name, but I say, what happened? He goes, I haven't been able to write my signature that clear in years. So it's the little things that are the fuel in the engine. For him, that was a huge thing to see that he would be able to write his signature clearly again. Wow. And, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he would say that that was absolutely a success for him. And absolutely. 
so Dorinda, the very last question, I'll call it the unofficial question, but it's still just as important as any of the other ones. But for those listening who want to explore this further, they want to learn more about, uh, you know, the network marketing company that you work with. Maybe they want to make an extra or supplemental income. Maybe they are in that health situation where they see this as a possible option to help them either for themselves, of course, or for somebody that's in their life. Mm-hmm. And if all that, where would you normally send them or where would you recommend they go if they would like to connect with you and learn more about this? I'm on Facebook and fortunately my name is so unique. I'm the only one on earth at, on Facebook <laughs> with my name. So I'm always open to private messages. So it's Dorinda Mac, M-A-C-I-S-A-A-C. And certainly send me a Facebook um, private message and I will respond. The other option is uh, my website and it's called www.magicsocks.ca and uh, that will be live in two days. So we're just doing some revamping and that'll be back up in two days. Probably by the time this is uh, broadcast, it'll be fully functional and you can certainly, I will actually have a live chat button on there. So if you have questions, you can, you can certainly use the chat uh, button and I will be responding through day regular day hours and if not leave me a message and I'll certainly get back to you within 24 hours well that's all folks that's another great show with a few great concepts and ideas that might be just what you need to get your ball rolling thank you so much for tuning in We'd like to thank a few people for helping make this show possible. IB Trade Show. Go to ibtradeshow.com. Engaged Leadership. Go to in-engaged.ca. Permadry. Guaranteed solutions for leaky basements. Go to permadry.com. Sites and Bytes. Your site for great service. Sitesandbytes.ca. Oxford Learning. Never stop learning. Go to oxfordlearning.com. Smile Dog. Your receptionist. Go to smiledog.ca. Thanks again for tuning in. On behalf of Corey Poirier, I am Marco Kelly, and this has been Conversations with Passion. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>